of the Chairman Tanks House Podcast, where we are currently enjoying that fine time during, you know, global warming, where it's nice in February, but we're not dying yet. 80 degrees in so, February. I am yeah. done. I'm done. Yeah, speak for yourself. This yourselves. is the end, okay. folks. Hang on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let, I'm let see you guys this, are fucked. You're let me fucked. see what this translates to. Minus 27C to F. Oh, it's really cold. I know. Uh, apparently, this that's minus 16.6 without the wind chill. Yeah. I, I've been getting pictures from Wisconsin of like three feet of snow. Yeah, everyone's having like, a normal-ass February. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, in the south, it's 80 degrees today. It is bonkers. As a, as a, life, as a lifer, this is bonkers. I'll be charmed life. It's not charmed. It's it. bad. I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it now. It's bad now, but I mean. We, we, I, I say we have another five more years of relative normalcy. And then the See, coffee disappears. The great injustice of this all, and this, we'll start this out darkly, is that North America will probably be okay with a few <laughs> degrees Celsius. That sucks. Look at but all the our, rest oh, of the man. world. Yeah, but. Mega but City, ju- Montana. But the justice of North America is that one of the first places to go will be Florida. Yes, this is true. But Sorry, we'll Florida. Lose, we'll lose New Orleans, it. too, though. Aww, it's not it's an unfair fate, let's be real. Okay, but New Orleans didn't do anything wrong. Well, New Orleans did lots of things wrong. But there's New a lot Orleans of cultural there. Deserves to float. Let's put it and that way. It deserves to be our Venice. Oh. Well, yeah, but uh, no, I, don't, I don't wish any ill on New Orleans ever. No. Oh, yeah. I got to go there like literally three months before Katrina. Oh, see, okay. And the thing is, when a tidal wave comes and wipes out LA, just pre- preachers across the country will go, "See, that's what happens." Nothing when you take God that. out of your house, they have those those preachers never had shame. There's no point in just worrying about that. They're always <laughs> going to say whatever happens was supposed to happen. That's their whole deal. And don't Alex? ask why the preacher's got a nice house. Don't ask why the preacher's got a yeah, new Yeah, no, no, don't, don't, no. no Alex, have you played any more Breath of the Wild? I haven't had a chance because Laura is uh, way steep in Stardew Valley, finally. <laughs> I'm so happy. She's looking up. She's asking me what the best wikis to look for. Oh, she's having a great time. It took her like a year and a half because like, the pixel art really threw off, but... Now she has a tiny little little chick named Gus who's grumpy sometimes, and she loves it so much. <laughs> what was the? Uh, has she done Animal Crossing for Switch? Yet? Yes, she oh, loved okay. it. She okay, turned it inside out. She's done. <laughs> All right, fair enough. This can yeah. only end one way, you know. Was that Owning fair? another Switch. <laughs> ah. Yeah, he he doesn't need he doesn't. Need I already a have a Switch. Yeah, he's that's got true. A Steam you do, deck. but you can't play Breath of the Wild on that. I mean, no, look, you probably can. There's probably yeah, an you probably out can there. actually. Maybe yeah. I found a 512 gigabyte little micro card that was half off, and I just I had to do it. Yeah, all right, that's fine. I have three of them now, and I and now I'm I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have, you know, it's never really 512. It's always like 550 something that yeah. you actually get to use. So I've got at least a terabyte just on SD cards, and like 250 on like the actual mainframe. I've mm-hmm. I've got a little museum going on, and I love it. <laughs> what, what's uh, what's on the Steam Deck this week? What is on the Steam Deck this week? Um, Midnight Suns runs a lot better now. Pretty happy. They patched with it. it. They patched it. It doesn't crash in every other loading screen, which yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. I, I I didn't realize it had been running in thirty frames per second the entire time. That's how good it looks. 
Okay, I turned down purchasing Midnight Suns at $50. It's on sale right now. I think the sale goes to like March 3rd. Was that prudent of me, Alex, or no? Um, Given that I walked away from XCOM 2. Uh, it's very, very different. And it's... Okay. Did you play... Um, oh, what's that tactics game on the on the Switch that everyone no. talks about? Three no. Houses? No. Oh, oh Fire, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Okay. Yeah, I, I touched it. I didn't love it. I, I yeah. Okay. Imagine it. like Mass Effect. No. Dragon Age Inquisition Marvel. Like this is like Skyhold, but Marvel characters, and it doesn't suck. Hmm. And every time Blade like slices through enemies at once and just she's a sword and just goes, "Your mother." It never yeah. gets old. I Blade I watched the trailer. I watched the tra- I watched the trailer for the um the Deadpool DLC and just watching these Marvel superheroes walk up to, you know, some rando peon thug and unleash this brutal combo of all their superpowers and the thug, you know, kind of staggers a little bit. It's yeah. like uh, it's immediately It's gonna it's gonna hurt. It's it is hard. It, it drowns you in waves and waves of enemies and gives you more than enough tools to figure it out. It always feels like your fault. But yeah, it can... The Tetris blocks can stack against you pretty quickly if you're not paying attention. It's a good-ass game. And it's really hard right now. And I'm not having the best time, but I'm learning. Because I have all the best equipment and all the best cards, and it's still figuring out ways to outplay me. And I'm impressed. Yeah, I think I was wise not to buy that for 50 bucks. Okay. I don't, I don't think I would dig it. Because right now, I'm loving... I'm loving like a real mellow vibe to my games. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm still trucking along through Breath of the Wild. Um, just today, I finished farming all the dragon horns. There are three mystic dragons that fly around the kingdom of Hyrule. They only appear at certain times of day in certain regions of the map, and as they fly through as they fly through the zone, once they get close enough to you, the music changes to like this really beautiful. Um, kind of mournful Chinese uh, violin kind oh. of sound. Like it sounds just beautiful. And then an updraft will appear around the dragon as they get close to you. So you can just open your glider and just fly up to them. And then if you shoot them in the body, a scale will pop off. If you shoot them in the tooth, a shard of tooth will pop off. If you shoot them in the horn, a shard of horn will pop off. And you need three horn shards, one from each, to get the final upgrades for the barbarian gear, which is the gear that upgrades your attack power. That was today's task. It was just doing that. And I fucking love it. The time I've spent with it, I like how it makes you respect what it's trying to do. And what, it, what it's asking you to do isn't much. Just consider temperature. Consider equipment. Consider, you know. Eating. Yeah. Food. What would taste good together? Pretty much everything, right? Yeah, give it a shot. Mm-mm. Look at that. Four hearts, no matter what you throw in that pot. It's real good for you. Yeah, but, you, uh, but one thing I didn't know, I didn't understand. It took me, well, it took me too long to understand. If you have, like, uh, if one of your ingredients will increase your maximum hearts... And another one of the ingredients will increase your resistance to cold, and you throw them both in the pot. You get nothing. You don't get oh, either no. of those. I, I, I think you either get one of the bonuses, or or you don't get either. But you can't stack bonuses on, on food. You can't even stack bonuses on yourself. If you eat food that reduces your, that like makes you climb faster, and then you eat food that increases your attack power, it will overwrite the climb faster. Mm, you can only have so one. You have, you have one buff it. then. Yeah, you have, you have one buff at a time. Okay. 
like you can have your gear buff. So like I can have my increased attack power from the barbarian set and then eat some um, some cold mitigating food so I can wear my so I can still have a, a damage buff. But yeah, that makes sense, though. I mean, one, one food buff, one equipment buff. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's... Mm-hmm. it's not counterintuitive. Yeah. Has anyone else played Sable? Sable, I, I look at it and I feel like I think that's I get that for free. I would play that if it showed up. I think Chamberlain did play it for free. I did. I I, I played the demo or something a while ago, and I remember Mm. just not liking how it felt, how it moved. Something with the frame rate of the character we had talked about is not the same as the frame rate of the world. I don't think that's unfair. Sable, it's always been the indie games that attract me to Xbox. Like Xbox 360, it was Mark of the Ninja. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't remember what it was for Xbox One, but there was one indie on Xbox One that made me buy it. And... uh, and Sable was the indie for Xbox this gen that I was super jealous of. Like, listener, go and find just a trailer for Sable. Look at screenshots for Sable, and you'll understand why I was attracted to this game. It was down to 20 bucks, and it's still down right now on North American PSN, for 20 bucks until March 3rd. So I went for it. And Sable is best described if you understand Breath of the Wild. Imagine Breath of the Wild with no melee. There is no combat. There I think are, I just talk about almost Shadow of the Colossus then. There are no, 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 because mm-hmm. in Shadow of the Colossus you fight Colossus. There's combat. Yeah. No, no, there is no combat in Sable. In Shadow None. of the Colossus, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, is, well. there is no combat in Sable whatsoever. You can't be harmed in Sable. Um, a lot of it is climbing around various shit, and I've gotten like a thousand feet up in the air, and if you jump. And you will like you'll skydive basically towards the ground, and at the last minute, a bubble will protect you, and you'll just and you'll just continue on your merry way. You are completely safe every moment in Sable. All there is to do is walk around, talk to people, pick shit up, climb things, solve puzzles, and glide around beautiful desert environments. Well, um, there's more than just desert. Glide around beautiful environments on a hover bike. That's it. That's all you do in Sable, is you just walk around doing little quests for people. The story is you're part of a nomadic tribe. You're, you're a, a young woman named Sable, and it's time for you to begin your gliding. And it's not really explained to you what your gliding is, but you come to understand that what it is, is you basically just go out into the world. You leave your tribe for the first time once you've uh, achieved the, the power of gliding, which is something that everyone grows out of in this world for the most part, um, that will keep you safe as you go out and explore the world. And you, you know, these people need beetle husks, so you have to go to um, the cave where a bunch of these beetles are and feed the beetles... So they're distracted by the food, and then you pick a beetle up. And that's it. That's the puzzle. And you take it back to the person, and they reward you with like a some sort of badge. And you collect three badges, and you can turn them in for your mask. And once you've gotten a mask, you can end the game right there. Or you can just keep on exploring this incredibly beautiful, uh, kind of meditative world. Just cruising around. So... In playing Sable, I was really kind of surprised to find myself feeling like I was playing games as a kid. Huh. And it took me a while to understand why. Like, why? Well, okay, well, it's, it's this magical world. It really is quite magical that you're exploring. Um, there's a lot of, un- there's so many unknowns here. 
like I've played the fuck out of Breath of the Wild. None of it surprises me anymore, but I still like it just for the the act of it. But here, the the originality of it is really interesting to me. I do want to know what's around this corner because it I haven't really sussed out all the all the secrets of Sable yet. But really, I think it's the sense of permanent safety that hmm. really evokes gaming as a child because you're not worried about anything, anything at all. Just like when you were a kid. <laughs> Um, so, but really Sable plays a lot like Breath of the Wild if you remove almost everything except for the climbing and the puzzle solving. That's it. It's just climbing and puzzle solving. The only way you can improve Sable the character is, um, you find, you find these little squirmy things on top of rocks and when you touch them, they solidify and an egg with wings pops out the top. You have no idea what to do with these things until you come across, and I can I believe people could play the entire game and never find this thing, until you come across a colossal divine worm, and it has a it has like two big cute black eyes on it, Look, looks like a cartoon drawing, and you offer it up uh, the its eggs. These are the things that you've been collecting, the, the winged eggs. You offer it some eggs. And it leans down and uh, and sheds a single tear, which you collect and press into your chest. And now, your climbing stamina is a little bigger. Uh. That's the only way you can upgrade Sable the character. The only other way to meaningfully upgrade anything is um, once you do tasks, you know, sell scrap, shit like that, you get money. You can use that money to go buy different bike parts. And so the first thing I did was I looked up what the best bike in the game was and where it is, and I now have that, and I have that bike after, like, three hours in the game. It's awesome, but now there's nothing more to upgrade. <laughs> really. yeah. But it is, it, is, it is beautiful, it is magical, and the frame rate is all over the fucking place. Oh, shit. Yeah. On, on a I console? Think I remember this now. Yes. Yeah. And that's not even the worst part. Like, sometimes the frame rate dips really fucking hard. This game does not look that good. I disagree. I think it looks gorgeous. I, I, mean, I love the art direction, but how can yes. you not get something this shell shaded not to sh- shell shaded not to to run so I, poorly? I, I don't disagree with that. But the other thing is, even when it's running perfectly as it intends to, the game is running at sixty frames. Like the world around you right. is moving at sixty frames. Sable herself animates at like fifteen. Yeah, all of that. her animations are a bunch of and and her key and that'd be an interesting and fine thing to do if you were doing it with really expressive charismatic keyframes, and they're not. not. They're just okay. Yeah. They're just no. okay. That's that's rule number one, guys. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's an indie. Don't uh, don't so, draw attention to what you're not doing as well. So it's not <laughs> perfect, but I, I still give this a wholehearted recommendation. Like, if you're looking for something to play right now, and you look at screenshots of Sable and think, "Oh, that looks neat," it is fucking neat. It is neat. It is beautiful. It is magical. It is a zen experience. It's it's really I'm really quite positive about it overall. Hundred huh. percent. Yeah. Just something to chill with. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. And so I've been bouncing back and forth between it and Breath of the Wild lately, but um, but lately I kind of understand the various different tasks that can be set out for me in Sable. There's like maybe a dozen different types of things to do in Sable, and I found them all, and then I found them two or three more times. Mm-hmm. Just different, just different areas of you know you got to climb up 
to this guy's balloon, a, a cartographer's balloon, to get a map of the area. You've got to uh, you got to drive your hover bike through all these gates to unlock this shrine nearby that has like this ancient thing in it. And there's all sorts of mysteries that I haven't resolved yet, but I've I've started pretty much every type of activity there is. So I'm wondering if maybe Sable is at the point where I understand it, and now it's no longer mysterious and beautiful to me in that way. That's still a decent number of hours of entertainment, yes, though, I'm yes. guessing. No, I'm, I, I'm, I feel really positive about it. That said, today I was back on Breath of the Wild farming uh, dragon hordes. Any game you come back to and they can get you on like a farming loop, mm-hmm. that's quality. That's quality. You can sucker me into that multiple times, Darksiders 2, then you're a good-ass <laughs> game. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at the point now where I'm, I'm fighting Lionels. Again, the, the white Lionels, the most dangerous enemies in the game because they have the best weapons and the best bows. And, uh, yeah, yeah, my, my Link is a fucking badass again. Yeah, Laura hates that she tried, but, like, anytime, anytime she hits, like, a difficulty spike, she just has to put it down. I understand that. I, I, I yeah. get it. Life's yeah, too short. I, I stopped playing Breath of the Wild twice before I finished it. Yeah, that's true. And I put like many hours into it the first two times I tried. So yeah, it took a while for me to appreciate it. I can see why people call it a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah I kind of hate to admit it because it's a Nintendo game, but yeah. They earned it this time. <laughs> yeah, like and just playing it again hypes me so much for Tears of the Kingdom. I, the only, my, only, my only fear about Tears of the Kingdom is Nintendo loves their gimmicks. Mm. And I'm worried there might be some dumb gimmick that I'm going to hate. But sometimes, sometimes that Nintendo gimmick is super worth it. Example. Uh, Give me one fucking example of a gimmicky mm-hmm. Nintendo game that was good. Yeah. People like Waggle. <laughs> like Waggle spoke to America. Uh, okay, but I want you to, again, just... It wasn't a Mc- good idea, but it worked. America? People liked it. A McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah. That's not <laughs> to say not it's a good a... cheeseburger. Okay. There are no games that Waggle made better, except for, like, Wii Sports. And even then, it would have been better with good analog stick control. It, yeah. it, did, it did die an immediate death, that's true. We're not Sold exactly, a whole bunch, yeah. and now there are Wiis just laying around in gutters. We're not waggling on the PS5, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> What uh, what is Chamberlain playing? Uh, I finished Dead Space. Ooh, good time. And yes, it was indeed a good time. Although I, I think I'm immune to Dead Space's jump scares. It didn't get me once. Uh, yeah, but, but just the, the ending, intensity of it. The intensity. I mean, it it was very good. It it does definitely reward you for specialization. Like I, I tried to do the plasma cutter run and failed at one point because I ran out of ammo and had to use something else. But still, I all of my nodes went into the plasma cutter. Mm-hmm. And by the end, I had that maxed out and the armor maxed out. And, you know, Isaac's just awesome at that point. The ending, though, there is an info dump from a character that I don't remember existing before. No, that character was 100% there. She was there. Was she there? Yeah. The, the one who she gave up... that entire monologue word for word in the first game. Yeah, and I don't remember it. I don't, I don't remember it either. Yeah, I know, because it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not because... one of those moments that are indelible. It's because, like, I wish you could skip this shit. No, like, you think um, Nicole's coming out from behind the marker, and it's her, and she's just like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. You've been and, talking to nobody. Yeah. Well, at, least, that... at least this time you're talking to somebody. Exactly. But I, I, I hate the explanation. I hate that, oh, yeah, this marker's man-made. Yeah. I don't, so I don't the, need so to So is the next one. 
Yeah, I know. It's the the original one, the little one they find on Earth, like years mm-hmm. ago, hundred years ago, was alien in origin. But it, it's it's explaining too much. I don't don't explain that much. Just let it be why, weird. Here's what I don't understand: if this man-made marker on this planet turned anyone who got near it into necromorphs, why? And that's what they and that's what markers do. That's why make another one? Do. No, no, not why make another one. Why didn't the one on Earth? Turn everyone on Earth into necromorphs. They've because never th- gone into it. Well, here I have a theory of that. I mm. think that when hu- the humans tried to mimic the marker, they got it wrong. Mm. That's my guess. But no, that's not a bad the, guess. The events of Dead Space Three established that that is. Oh what yeah, no, it does. happened to those other aliens too. Yeah, yeah. that is a hundred percent what the marker does. Oh yeah, but you're right. if that's the case, why didn't the marker on Earth do that? Well, but, let's forget about Dead Space Three existing. Th- this is then... like this is like being upset <laughs> it had about decent lore. This is like being upset story. about the rules in Star Wars. Like, I can't yeah, believe I in the logistics of these space wizards. No, no, like, no. you know, it, it's it, it is that is a hundred percent a nit to pick. The game was very good. It's it's still Compare just it the to right any length. fucking remake you've played. Oh no, it, it's the only one that comes close is is the uh, Resident Evil Two remake. Uh, or to me, I would say uh, the Demon Souls remaster. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. Yeah, the Demon Souls remaster was like the the top of the line remake until Dead Space. And the only reason there's any argument about Dead Space maybe being better or not than Demon Souls to me is just that uh, Dead Space's graphics aren't quite as mind blowing as Demon Souls is. They are not. It's playing the, playing Dead Space after having played Callisto Protocol. The, the combat in Dead Space is so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. It's just, it's addicting. Just to like, oh, yay, another combat. <laughs> I also love that when new enemies show up, it doesn't like make this big to-do. It's like, oh, here's a new guy. And hey, oh, he breaks into like a dozen skulls that have legs that now change. Yeah, you. figure it, it out. Here you go. Yep. It doesn't, there's no like, yeah, and I didn't no have a flamethrower this time. Scene. Yeah, there's, it, it doesn't like jump into something and give you a biography of the monster. No, it's like, here he is. And now he's in pieces and he's still chasing you. What are you going to do about it? And so it's it's worth noting that as gamers, uh, we've been trained for decades to shoot people in the head for critical damage. Yes. And that uh, the UI and the menus always exist outside of the world of the game. Dead Space fucks with both of those. It's fucking brilliant. It all the, it was brilliant in 2007. It's brilliant it now. It still is. The, the, the two-legged enemies with a tail that kind of come, yeah. crawl on the ground, yep. yeah. if you shoot their head off... They keep coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, they all keep coming. They all yeah. get more dangerous if you shoot their head. Of them. It was just no. It was it was absolutely very enjoyable. I, I didn't. I mean, the, the, I like the idea of being able to go back through the entire Ishimura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the side quests were nominal, but at least they're there. You kind of go back and find things to do. So that was fun. No, it was really good. It was, yeah, I, it was just, I, I it was hope just they do the second pleasure. one. Yes, the likes absolutely. of which we haven't had much of lately. Uh, I, I thought about. Starting, um, oh shoot, the Russian one, Atomic, uh, Heart. Atomic Heart, Atomic Heart, and I probably still will, but I got. I have reservations about this. I'll get into it. I. It's not se- what you think. Seventy-seven for PC, seventy-two on PS5. I'm yeah, the reviews aren't great. Yeah, everything I've read is it's got some weird, like actual just translation issues. Some of the instructions for things are wrong. He has oh. a catchphrase. What's oh, the catchphrase? God. Crispy critters. Okay. I've also like, heard ju- that like, like it, said, like jumping Jehoshaphat. I, I, I've heard that playing it with the Russian language and English subtitles is probably the better way to go. It's definitely what I would do. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I've but, heard some of it. Yeah, I, I meant to start that, but then I got sidetracked by by the definition of a guilty pleasure. 
Mm. And that would be Shadow Warrior 3. <laughs> and and I, I know they're not great games, but it's just a very smooth running, over-the-top, hyper-violent shooter mm. that cribs just about every mechanic from Doom Eternal. Mm. You've got a dash on the left trigger. You've got, the way, depending on how you kill enemies, determines what they drop. When you kill enemies with, with guns, they drop health. When you kill any, any enemies with your sword, they drop ammo. So there's a constant balance there of, oh, I'm running, on, running low on ammo, time to bring out the sword, and vice versa. When you're low on health, you got to shoot people. So that makes it fun. It's, the combat itself ends up being a very arena-based. It's like you jump into an area, and it's kind of roundish or whatever, and now you've got enemies that pop up. And combat is always like a couple of big bossish enemies and then a bunch of little guys. And the little guys will continually respawn until you kill the couple of bigger ones. The oh. little guys are there just for fodder, just to kill for health and ammo. Yeah. Which is kind of how Doom Eternal worked. <laughs> and the way the dashing feels, there's a lot of platforming. And I know you guys didn't, neither of you liked Doom Eternal as much as I did nah. because of a lot of reasons. There's a lot. Which is the platforming. I, uh, I think it holds good. the record of the game I've started and stopped the most times. <clears throat> Uh, it, it's got very similar platforming to Doom Eternal. It's not. It doesn't look as good. It's not as good of a game, but it scratches a similar, just fast-paced shoot stuff. They blow up and leave stains on the ground. Itch, and and it's, I don't know. It's fun. It's a solid. It's a seven out of ten action game. And sometimes you just want to shoot stuff and watch them blow up. It's got absolutely bizarre enemy designs. It's not as funny as it thinks it is. Well, Shadow so Warrior's this, never been. No, Shadow Warrior's never been as funny as it thinks. Always it is. been a groaner. Yeah, yeah. It I looks mean, what, really what, good for what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's what. What are the enemies you're fighting? Is is a giant chicken, and of course, on the health bar, it doesn't say giant chicken. It says giant cock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is, and then that's and then there are dick jokes for the entire time, and I love a good dick joke, but it's like, come on, your name is Wang. <laughs> Can no we get way. over this finally in the third game, please? No, no. But, that's part. No. That's part of it. In the it's, same way, it was it's part, part of Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not done with it yet. It isn't very long. I, I am definitely. It's one of those that if you have Game Pass, just play it. It's probably eight hours long, and it's just a good shooter. It's just mm. fun for a little while. It is not as open ended. This Shadow Warrior Two actually had some very openish areas. Which is good and bad. Good because it gives you more place to go, but bad because it, it wasn't really a well-designed open area. This one is 100% linear. It's There's very little exploration, if any. It's just here you are, go here, kill stuff. Very straightforward. Hmm. Which is it, fine. I, I'm watching video of it right now. It looks very nice. It does look good, and it runs... Even on, I'm I'm playing it on quality as opposed to frame rate, and it's still it's 30 all the way. And for a shooter like this, 30 is good enough for me. I'll take it as long as it's solid. I'll take it. It was fun. Hmm. It's a good time. Glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. Alex, you got anything else? Uh, I've got a couple things. Yeah, I finished Hi-Fi Rush. And I, had a very, I had a very good time. Hmm. It's a it's a well written, earnest little westernish anime. Now, did you have to like put it on frame rate mode in order to achieve that? Um, there's you can't play it at 30 frames. Uh, yeah. That's just I, I realized I had to watch a cutscene before I realized everything's literally a half second off, which isn't great for a rhythm-based game. Oh, no, it's dear. not. Yeah, I figured out why my I was scoring so low. Still struggling to get above 60% rhythm, but 
I had a great time. Last boss is good. There's a half decent plot twist. I called them the a character being someone's brother. Um, yeah, that wasn't fully hard. I mean, there were teases for that early on. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But um, no, it's it's a it's a really cute little game. It comes into its own right before it ends. I can't wait for Hi-Fi Rush too. And yet, sadly, well, he didn't actually direct it, but the, no, he didn't. Yeah, which gives me a lot of hope, actually, because I feel like he's—I think he knows—you got no one to leave the party, leave on a high note. We talking about Mikami? Well, yeah, like Mikami. He's been, yeah, oh God, he's been involved in so many great things. Like he was executive producer for Devil May Cry. Of course. Oh my God, that's right. Devil May Cry off was an offshoot of everything before. Um, God, I forgot that. Well, but yeah, like in. Industry had a great time with that but instead of mopping that up what did you think of the boss before the final boss the the woman who was oh i love wolfgang no not not wolfgang not wolfgang that two before that though the one who was like the singer yeah that was fun like that's when i finally cracked parrying that was a good boss okay yeah that was the only boss i didn't like no you just gotta keep you just gotta keep chaining her don't let her get away yep She's Wolfgang like, was cool, though. That was a great fight. I love Wolfgang. The accountant? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> An accountant literally killed by falling profits. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, just like I, I, more of this, please. Forget Evil Within. We, we can move on. We have Hi-Fi Rush now. It, it, there's something to be said for a game that just kind of makes you feel good. It's a feel-good game. It's a feel-good game. And sometimes you need that. I I don't think I'd watch the anime based on this, but what I no. I like these characters. We have his play on C three PO that works. I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> oh, what he's I love drawing his face, uh, drawing yeah. expressions on his face. I loved that. <laughs> I also liked your pants. <laughs> Pretty good laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't quite shake the devil my cry bug. And it's been about four years, and every four years, like clockwork, I will play Devil May DMC again to make sure that I'm not being, you know, yeah. off base when I say that's my favorite Devil May Cry game. Yeah. No, I, I was and I'm not to trying to be a contrarian asshole. I'm really no, not. No, you're agreeing with me at least. It is the single most fun to play game that's in that series. Yes. It ties the two different weapons to holding down the left or right trigger. If you want to be using a scythe instead of an axe or a sword, just hold down the left trigger. It's so good. The weapons are on one button. Everything works. Chaining is effortless. Why did we stop? Why did we get Devil May Cry 4 again? I'm so mad about it. Yeah. It is such a good time. It is such a fucking good game. 100% deserved a sequel. I am having a fucking blast in DMC. Great combat, great enemies, great bosses. Slightly samey, great grayscale environments, but it's always yeah. moving around, looping in on itself. No, I remember crazy the environments shit. were often amazing. Like, it moves great, but the color tones are kind of weird. I do love the prison, the upside-down prison. Yeah, the upside-down one is the first thing uh, I always and, think of. Yeah, like, there's, like, trailing, like, ghost headlights flying around everywhere. Fuck. Amazing game. I will never forgive gamers for bullying Capcom and just not letting Ninja hey, Theory do it. I was contrarian when that game came out, and I was singing that game's praises. Honestly, script's not bad. Acting's really good. Fuck okay. Best, yeah. The guy playing Mundus is trying something. <laughs> I did think it was worth pointing out the time that DMC Double May Cry uh, is pretty cringy in how it treats his female characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, no way around that. But you know, at least she has a thing. At least, like, you know what? You know what? You know what? She was sexually abused. Yeah. No. Now that I'm thinking about it, Lady and uh, Lady was a better character. Well, I mean. Let's and that's not, not give, saying much. Let's not give Capcom too much credit. I'm, I'm not trying to, but they do have them there. Hey, hey, Capcom finally gave Cammy pants. They sure did. And a jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And guess what? She looks better. 100%. <laughs> she does. Do you remember last week I was trying to remember the name of a uh, military-themed multiplayer shooter, kind of indie-looking, not particularly good-looking, oh, yeah, competitive yeah, yeah. scene? No one could remember the name of it. Counter Strike. Yep. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that little that little indie that darling. Little game. Yeah, that little, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, I don't know who made Counter Strike, but it wasn't like Epic, was it? No, Steam. it was Valve. I mean, yeah, Valve. Ugh. Valve Steam. made Counter Strike. Yeah. Yes. Jesus, I didn't know that. It's been their cash cow right next to Team Fortress Two this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, watch some movies. <clears throat> I did too. What movies did you watch? Well, I was invited by my best man to go see Quantum Mania, and I'm not oh. wasn't about to leave him hanging. Okay. The the earliest show we could get to was three IMAX screening, fifteen bucks a piece. Honestly, not too bad. It's my first three D movie in at least fifteen years. Okay. I think it's literally been fifteen years. I think it was Avatar was the last one I did. Yeah. It's everything's too a little too dark, but I yeah, think they kind of work in this in this movie's favor. It's Okay. Um, Foggy needs to back the fuck off and let movies be movies. Like, there's just a little too much place... There's way too much place setting, not enough actual, you know, character interaction. It absolutely whiffs a Bill Murray cameo. He's just... He's just being Bill Murray. And the script... The lines he's been given aren't even... I just... I feel like, like, they... Hey, we can get you Bill Murray for a day. What can you do? And they're like, uh, 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 here... It just kind of comes out of nowhere. It doesn't really matter. But other than that, <clears throat> Paul Rudd's given a lot to do. This is actually kind of, um, uh, oh, God, I forget. Ah, oh, shit. The older female lead, her name is... Oh, um, Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer is, carries this movie. Next to, um, it's basically hers and uh, Jonathan Major's movie, and they're both doing a great job. And that's, like, that's the I, one good thing I keep hearing about the movie is Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors is so good, and like some people are being like, a critic I love is like, oh, he's so serious, he's serious all the time, he's gonna be so serious in your face, and he is, but it works. Like gravitas is a talent, and that it is dripping off this dude. And not to give too much away, but he gets a lot of variety out of it eventually. Just, just well, hang on. Yeah, I mean that's the whole point of the character, kind of. He's just everything, yeah, and he there's... pulls it off. He's so good. Okay, now my complaint about most Marvel movies mm-hmm. and Marvel properties, and I really, it really started to bug me with Wandavision in particular was how much action ends up being CGI characters shooting different colored lights at each other. We get that. Don't you worry. It's the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole movie. But some of that CGI pew stuff has some not unearned gravitas to it. Um, I'll say this. Uh, oof. Gonna have to look at the... Uh, Michael Douglas gets a really good CGI shot towards the end, and he knows how to sell it. I'm still impressed. He just, 
isn't throwing his hands up at this stuff yet. He's still kind of game for it. Um, <laughs> uh, Evangeline Lilly probably shouldn't have talked all that shit about vaccines. She barely has five lines, and I'm not upset Oof. with it. Didn't She's stop honestly, Letitia Wright. Didn't stop Letitia Wright, but she was the lead. They made sure... <laughs> her, her, her part was whittled down to nothing, but... Eh, you're not missing much. I'd rather have Michelle Pfeiffer if we're being real. Okay, apparently. Yeah. And I'm sorry, know, my, my, I'm my, my twin sister was in a vac suit in um, uh, Johns Hopkins. She, 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 Benjamin Lilly's getting people killed. I'm not crazy about it. Your anyway. sister is a John, Johns Hopkins? My sister, yeah, she's a, um, what is the, she is a. Isn't that neuro- like, isn't that like yes, the fucking is. big leagues of medicine? Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, one of the top three hospitals amazing. in the country. That's awesome. Yeah, no, okay. she's, she's okay. been a neurology PA at Johns Hopkins for like seven years now. Jesus. Yeah, no, she's legit. Ooh. This is just awesome. Um, hey, you met Julie. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, Modoc. You know Modoc. Um, I'm familiar with the <laughs> the guy who's a character. giant face. Yeah. Okay. Machine on um, only killing or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, uh, Machine oh, only they, designed. Oh, yeah. they make Bill Murray say that too. It Ugh. sucks. It sucks. But. Curry Stoll does not suck as Modoc. He is fucking game for it. He's having a great time. He's got three of the best laugh lines in the movie, and there's I laughed more at this than I did at Love and Thunder. You think they just would have plugged Patton Oswald in? You think? You don't Maybe think that would have worked? You know he would have done it. Well, no, no, because in this, Curry Stoll's the villain from the first movie. When he shrunk, it. he became Modoc. Oh. Wait. And it works. I think it, people say he looks like shit. Maybe it looked better in 3D. I thought it was fine. That seems possible because, as we discussed earlier, shit that works in 3D can fucking suck in 2D. Maybe it does. Yeah. But he was a comic villain, played for laughs, but could get a hit in, and he sells it. He sells the fuck out of it. He actually gets a lot of range out of what is just like a stationary face. Like He, he did a good job. And baby legs. Yeah, and baby legs. <laughs> and there's this this, like, Ten, mm, seven to eight minute sequence that takes place like in inside a giant like power core of a time machine where like there's a probability storm and he has to argue with literally eight million different possible versions of himself it's really good like I was I didn't know where it was going and I liked where it went and it was making a point I'll wait for Disney Plus I think but one thing I will hold against it, it still shits on Baskin Robbins. In yeah, that, like, th- that's still product placement. I know, but like, com- like companies when they advertise and they shit on their own employees, it it ma- it makes it makes my skin itch. Don't so, like that. So what else have you seen? What else have I seen? Still uh, plugging through The Last of Us. Oh, I haven't. I think I've missed the last three episodes. You're, uh, it's 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 fine. It's plucking along. Yeah, it's, We're gonna get the first game in the first season. Yeah, that's the that's kind of the impression I'm getting. Yeah, and everyone's know- doing a great job. Um, Ellie gets funnier, and Pedro Pascal gets cuddlier, and like I like it's slightly different. Cuddlier? It's a little more PG thirteen, and it's not a bad thing. Mm. That's gonna hurt real bad in season two when they kill him in the first episode. <laughs> they're <laughs> uh, they're they're ready for that. Okay. The no. stabs in this show hurt. Yeah, if she doesn't use a golf club, I'm going to be disappointed. All right. 
Yeah, we're right up on. Okay, so this uh, last episode ended right up on getting stabbed at the university. Whoever's playing Abby better be starting to work out now. You know shit. <laughs> right. You have you have a year and a half to pack on thirty pounds of muscle. We need some WWE size people in here. Let's go. Graham Greene shows up for doing? five minutes. That was fun. Oh wow. Yeah. Graham Greene was middle aged in when Dances with Wolves came out. He's very very old. Fuck. <laughs> Well, I'm glad he's still working. I always like Yeah, me great. too. You always seem like you'd be like your cool uncle or grandfather or something. Oh, like, oh man. Dream. Like, did, uh, uh, I would love to have a drink with him. God, if any actor could have a drink. That, him and... Um, Bill Murray. I'm Bill sorry. Mur- well, okay, I don't but, know. Okay, just because I love Graham Greene doesn't mean Graham Greene would be anywhere near my list of people to have a drink with. Apparently, you- the best actor to have... A drink with as a stranger is Keith David. Keith David. That sounds good. Who's Keith David? I would David? love that. Keith Who's David. Keith David? Um, yeah, he's you um. Can say the name again. I still can't. President President from Rick and Morty. Oh. The vil- yeah. The voice okay. of the Arbiter from Halo okay. Two. Yeah. No, I mean I wouldn't turn down hanging out with him or Graham Greene. Like but. he's just apparently just ready to geek out with you about his career. Loves talking about. It, loves meeting new people. Like it's like multiple stories about him. See, yeah, what you want, uh, Bill Murray if we're way. gonna do this, we gotta get one in before he dies. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Wow. He's still alive. He's still alive. You know what? I would say Patrick Stewart. Patrick Ooh, Stewart damn. would be great. Yes. Um. Uh. I would just be too in love at that point. Jared Harris. Same thing. Who's Jared Harris? Jared Harris. He was the theatrical Moriarty in the second Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, he's you know, the captain. I, I would I would rather, uh, if I had a choice between him and uh, the guy who was the villain in the first. Um, oh, Mark Strong, yeah. Mark Strong, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, he's a good, he'd be a good hang. Anyway. <laughs> but but if, yeah. if but it bothers me that everyone we're listing is men, so I'm going to throw it. Carrie Mulligan. I'd love to have Ooh, a drink yeah. with Carrie Mulligan and hear her stories. Oh, Sigourney 100% Weaver. Natasha Leone. Yeah, Natasha, but the thing is, Natasha Leone's whole persona is that she's just she's easily approachable. She's like a drink and a half through, and can have a chat with anyone. Like that's her yeah. the persona that she puts out there. So I would be terrified that I would be put in some sort of social situation with Natasha Leone and expect her to be that cool. And the thing is, she'd probably be just a person who wants to be left alone as much as any of us are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay. So last week I saw uh, Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Marvel movie, the action was okay. Uh, The final fight was pretty good. Then over the weekend I watched Michael Bay's Ambulance. Michael Bay's Ambulance stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Medin II. Immediately a cool cast. um, Mm -hmm. Or a cast that I kind of want to succeed. And if you want to see cop cars crash... (laughs) This is that for two fucking hours. I have like, simple Blues Brothers related needs. There yeah, yeah, like that, yeah, that's one hundred percent what it is, and a bunch Wait, of. Are there any? Are there any Illinois Nazis? Is the better question. No. Uh, no. Well then. And there are tons of like really high stress um, uh, drone shots, like soaring down the side the of a shot. building, to, <laughs> like all way over the top Michael Bay bullshit. That's what uh, you a, want. And a bunch of car crashes. It was okay. Then it was on Crave in Canada. 
I was able to watch The Woman King, which I wanted to see just because... I do want to see that. I heard so much shit about it getting snubbed by the Oscars. I was like, is it really that good? Let's see. First of all, it's led by Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Who is fucking excellent. That's Money in the Bank. Uh, the second lead is a woman I've never seen before. Her name is Thuso Mbendu, or Bedu. Uh, but do you remember the black lady who was the new 007 in the most recent James Bond? Lashana yeah. Lynch? Mm-hmm. She is like the next headliner. She's fucking excellent in this. John Boyega is the king of the kingdom that this all female I'm sorry. Army. She was really good in the Matilda movie as well. I haven't seen that. But she's ex- she's excellent in this. John Boyega is the king of the kingdom that this woman army uh, is part of. Um, and then a woman named Sheila Atim is also in it who um, I've seen her in other shit, but she never... Um, it was it was unusual to have her be such a consistent character in a show. So, of those three movies, between The Woman King, Ambulance, and, uh, and Black Panther 2, far and away, the best action movie of the three is The Woman King. That is um, what I've heard. You've got, first of all, uh, a, a collection of excellent actors who are doing really, really good fight choreography, which is shot really, really well, edited really, really well, and most importantly, performed by people who are selling the fuck out of it. Um, uh, A lot of the complaints I saw when the Oscar noms went out that this movie didn't get any nominations for Best Costume, after seeing it, I fucking agree. Uh, (laughs) Like, it's... The only thing I don't like about it is uh, it's a little formulaic, you can kind of see where it's going in terms of the arcs of the characters, but it's okay because once it gets to this point that Viola Davis has to make this big reveal about the trauma of her past and what it, and what happened and so on and so forth and how it affected her relationship with this character, uh, you saw that coming a mile away and it doesn't matter because both of the actors are so game for what they're doing in this scene. It does feel fucking intense and it does kind of hit you with a gut punch, even though... It's it's all kind of paint by numbers in terms of uh, in terms of the story arc, uh, in terms of the actual history of this particular kingdom. It's a lie. Um, this you know woman head or this woman general never did stand up and make sure that slavery was abolished from her uh, country's uh, economy, and they will now move on by just exporting palm oil. Uh, that never happened. This country became so powerful because they exploited the slave trade. That's that's how they became kind of a, a massive power in Africa in what is currently Nigeria, I want to say. Uh, but again, moving backwards, as an entertainment, as a, a collection of fantastic performers, as someone who loves Kung Fu Panda and Iron Monkey and just an action movie where people beat the shit out of each other and make it look cool, The Woman King, 100% worth, it, know. worth watching. That doesn't sound like something that could be passed off as entertainment but i'll take your word for it yeah <laughs> no it is it is quite good it is quite good cool looking fights i don't know yeah no super super good fights you're describing it's a, it's most a, it's a big of, ask it's a big it, ask yeah, that's most of keanu reeves career there we're talking about so it's <laughs> oh, what I cool looking better, fights better than a lot of matrix fights well nah, i, don't wanna, I, don't I wanna, want I you to watch the, i want you to watch the burly brawl again and with with a straight face. Hey, hey, no, I, that's bad. The burly brawl is bad. I, I know. I, that's what I'm I saying. Still, it looks ridiculous. I still kind of like the burly brawl. 
it, it looked I, bad like three years and after. And I enjoy, quite enjoyed the action. Of, I, I think uh, the Matrix everyone everyone loves the highway chase. Line. I love. I liked the Matrix Four. I liked the Matrix Four when it came when I saw it. I will say it now, people. If you guys haven't seen it, like you, you're just going with the flow of the crowd. I, 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 I'm I, I, I will good. give it a fair shake. Good. Eventually. Good. Um, <laughs> in Overwatch news, remember how I've been complaining about matchmaking lately? Yes, indeed I do. Did and, they fix it? Oh well, here's here's a story to illustrate whether or not they fixed the Chamberlain. No, oh, excellent. There's a map in Overwatch that's excellent for snipers, really favors snipers. It's called Havana. Uh, this week, and again, listener, I am like gold plat at best in Overwatch. I am a definitive mid player in Overwatch. The rank of this Widowmaker that beat the shit out of me and my team when I fought her on Havana this week was 10. Does it go higher than that? There's a thing in Overwatch called Top 500, and once you reach Top 500, your rank becomes a number. Uh, From 500 up to 1. To, oh. oh. So literally oh. a top 10 player. This Widowmaker was the tenth top best Widowmaker. 10th best DPS player. Oh, no. In North America. <laughs> Ouch. And it put me up against this motherfucker. <sighs> I'm so pissed off about it. But I did have a wonderful play uh, earlier this week where someone was playing Tracer on Nepal. And uh, we, we didn't meet each other that much. Like, I, I killed them a couple times. They killed me a couple times. But play of the game was me getting them down to almost nothing. And then they blinked away before I could melee them. They blinked over to the point behind a wall. I come over, finish them off. Uh, their team does damage to me, so I recall out. Um, their Mercy goes in, resurrects them. I drop a pulse bomb at the Mercy's feet. It goes off. I'm still on point when the Tracer comes back, and I just one-click the Tracer and get out. And that was play of the game. Killed them twice in the play of the game. Then they switched to Torbjorn. Felt really good. <laughs> <laughs> Scared them off. Yeah. yeah. Just had to get small. Yeah. Last, I actually put up a Mercy clip last night where... Um, we're fighting on. Uh, one of the King of the Hill maps. I forget the name, and uh, and I'm I'm actually doing a good job of completely kicking the shit out of their Widowmaker. Anytime I'm anywhere near the Widowmaker, I just do a Guardian Angel jump, get behind her, shoot her in the head. It works really cool. And the enemy Mercy kind of notices this, so she uses her Valkyrie. When an enemy Mercy ults, um, or when a Mercy ults, she has unlimited ammo, and she can just fly around. So often what you can do is pop your ult and just go kill someone. Because you can just hold down the button at them and eventually they'll die. You never have to reload. Uh, so this Mercy pops her ult and comes for me on Mercy and tries to kill me. But I'm still playing Mercy. So I can zip around and fly up high into the air. And she wastes her entire ult not healing her team with it, trying to kill me. And then my brother goes and tries to get her. But her and the Kuriko kill him instantly. And I fly in there resurrect her as she's reloading because her ult is over and i wave to her hello and then i turn around and fly away <laughs> yeah it was gorgeous it was absolutely gorgeous does that mean it's time for headlines i think it must think be so. headlines. oh wait wait, wait hold on wait. Mm. alex you said it had reservations about atomic heart i oh. did that were not political based 
they're not politics based. The studio refuses to guarantee your the the data they collect from this game will not be handed to the FSB. Oh. As someone as someone that's read a lot about East Germany, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Hmm. Where where'd you read that? Uh, there's a really good uh, PC Gamer article about it that goes okay. into pretty much everything. Also, there's a lot of uh, Gazprom money tied to this production as well. That is the state-owned oil company. Earlier in the week, I pointed out that the producers of Atomic Heart refused to condemn the war in Ukraine, and Alex responded, that that's, a, I don't, that's a good way to get pushed out a window. Which that I don't, I don't, no, 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 fall off a window. Not pushed. You just fall. Yeah, just, you just have it. Yeah, the stairway cancer. Uh, it's, yeah. not, it's not a joke. <laughs> I don't actually blame them for that at all. But the, 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 the state gas money... The data to the FSB. Not crazy about that. I'm, I'm I'm good. Yeah, the data to the FSB gives me pause as well. Not it's not like I have anything that fucking Russia needs. I don't want to help them at all. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's and only and that, not but, this game. But based on the reviews the game is getting, it's not worth the risk. Nothing I've seen jumps out at me at all. Yeah, it's like seventy seventy five, which is a shame because those trailers were interesting. It's a take. They're doing Here's some things. Headlines. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Last thing. It is set in an alternate universe where Stalin wasn't so bad, actually. Okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. He didn't have to be, guys. Uh, but Everything I worked out. Have it, everything I worked have out. It downloaded. I already Every, have it downloaded. You're making me feel bad. Everything worked out. You're making me feel bad. <laughs> it auto-installed. Uh, the sex robots have the same hairdo as the famous Ukrainian politician. Oh, yeah, wow. it's bad. This is getting okay. Yeah. Are they actually sex robots? Yes. No, they just—they're just sexy okay. robots. Well, I don't know. They kill you by stepping them. on look, you. Look at this, them. This is, it's a Lady D kind of a thing, I guess. Does the player character fuck the robots? I don't no. think so. Okay, well then they're not sex robots. That wouldn't. It couldn't be a wide robot. release. Yeah. Okay. Headline. <coughs> Headlines. Sorry, inter- sorry. In entertainment news, Warner Brothers had an earnings call today, and they said they'll be making more Lord of the Rings movies. No further details. <clears throat> boo, uh, boo, boo, boo. I just. I, there's so many great pictures of Peter Jackson for production of um the Hobbit movies, where he just looks dead inside, just absolutely soul sucked. There's this part of me that kind of just hopes they'll remake Lord of the Rings. It's been 20 years. Why not? Yeah, why the fuck not? <laughs> why, 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 why not? I would actually take that better than them making shit up. Who's that? Who who is that? That scrawny kid who was a singer. No, the who's the kid in Call Me by Your Name? And uh, he was. Oh, uh, like, Chalamet. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Tim- Timothy Chalamet as Legolas or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's... <laughs> See, I think the, the he's problem with, as an actor. The problem with no. making it again is that at least two of the parts, specifically Saruman and Gandalf, are so perfectly cast. Yeah. What do you do? You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah, Gimli, but, too. You have to, you have to make perfect. them kid. Do it. Do something that really shows how excellent Peter Jackson's were comparatively, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cast better than Ian McKellen. Good fucking luck <laughs> well christopher lee too i love okay of the entire cast i love this bit of trivia i found christopher lee is the only one who actually met tolkien oh wow because that's ah, how yeah. cool christopher lee was and how old he was at the same time <laughs> and, and you know about his um 
his note about being stabbed in the back, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't make a noise. So you make a specific, yeah. And, and Jackson's like, okay, see, we'll do it your way. You don't see, you, your lungs have been punctured. You gasp. Yeah. You're trying yeah. to breathe. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll okay. take your word for it, That's sir. Fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. Fine. Okay. Uh, I saw an interesting tweet today that I thought should be an entertainment. It was written by our own Chamberlain, and it reads thusly. <laughs> Why do people who smoke a ton of weed insist on hotboxing their white Xboxes? This shit does not come off. To which <laughs> my immediate okay, response wait, 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 upon wait, wait, reading wait, wait. that was, what do you think hotboxing is? Wasn't hotboxing just like, well, you like lock yourself in a car and like yes. Yes. keep all the smoke there? Yeah. So yep. yeah, the idea is they close themselves inside the Xbox or they no, smoke close in a closed room with the Xbox? Smoking in a closed room with the Xbox. Second, have you ever seen pictures of these repair shops in Japan with all these consoles? And, like, they're all, like, yellow, basically, because everyone smokes indoors in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, that was, I was attempting to clean two Xbox One S's that were so bad I had to take them apart and just basically hose the, the uh, shells down. Okay, now, were they sticky? Yes. Okay. Now, if, it was a hundred... I, I, I would smell it. I could smell it. It was that weed that is smoke. actually weed, then the answer is isopropyl alcohol and salt. That's it. Salt. Isopropyl okay. alcohol and salt acts as uh, 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 a grit. The, the the problem is that the, the Xbox One S has all those little holes, and it gets in the holes. That's a and lot then, of weed. Yeah, it's just it's just gross. That that might be a medically inadvisable amount of weed. I I mean. It's just grow, and PlayStation's never had this bad. It's only Xbox Ones. I swear, I don't understand it. Well, we're a anyway. more refined people. We vape. Odorless, <laughs> because we have class. Universal Pictures forced Sam Raimi to call the movie Army of Darkness. Its original title was The Medieval Dead. So much better. So much uh, better. So yeah. much better, and it's it gets it, it 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 gets the mood of the movie that it's across. A sequel to Evil Dead Two. Mm-hmm. It's and it's a little goofy. Yeah, yeah. the title's a, title itself is a joke. Yeah, I think the Evil Dead Rise is actually a pretty good name. Um, Hellboy. I want to see it. Hellboy is getting a second theatrical reboot directed by Crank's Brian Taylor. It will take place in rural Appalachia in the fifties and follow the Crooked Man storyline from the comics. It's a good one. I'm not I mad about it. Me yeah. too. That's apparently just some guy running a cult. Um. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, but no, but he's like, uh, he, he <laughs> he's the, he, he creates the first racial divide in America. I love him. Oh, really? That guy in the fifties creates. The... No, no, no. He's a, he's an ancient demon. Oh, okay. oh. Like he, 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 he tried, he was, he brokered quote unquote peace with the natives huh. and the, and the English quote unquote. Um, it's, it's pretty good. I, I didn't mind much of the last Hellboy. Um, and I, I I love the character. I love the iconography. And they can keep Harbor. Well, I don't think they're going to. That sucks. I uh, no. I could see someone else doing a better job with it. Like, he, did, like, he did a fine job with it. I could see someone else doing a better job. Um, I don't know who yet, but you know. I mean, I'm trying to imagine what what a what a young quote unquote Ron Perlman is, and I don't think Ron Perlman's only exists in their forties. <laughs> <laughs> In Overwatch news, in a Reddit Ask Me Anything this week, Overwatch designers basically ignored any question that suggested the matchmaking was shit and driving people away from the game and explained that their priority is getting people into matches as quickly as possible. It's that Seems picture like it. of it's a picture of that dog and the room's on fire. 
And he's like, this is fine. Not that's, just that. I think right I think the analogy the analogy I put up on the Overwatch forums anytime someone complains about it is that Blizzard used to be known for quality. If you ordered a burger from Blizzard, you would be getting like a steak or a steakhouse burger, something mm. that you put in your mouth and just you know it's going to be so good. Blizzard twenty twenty two isn't interested in that. They're they're McDonald's. We've they, streamlined the process. They want to make sure as many little shitty burgers get out there as possible, and the quality does not matter because at the end of the day, the spreadsheet says they'll make more money. And maybe they are, but shit. Apparently, one idea they're toying with for Junkrat is reducing the size of his projectiles once they bounce off a wall. I like that idea. Nerf yeah, Junkrat so any way you can, actually. I say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, Take that bastard down a peg. Mm. Microsoft revealed this week they've signed a deal with Nintendo to have Call of Duty on Nintendo platforms for the next 10 years if the the Activision acquisition goes through. Quote, the same day as Xbox with full feature and content parody. So it's it's a joke. Um, It is for Call of Duty designers because in the same way that like, you know, uh, Horizon... um, Forbidden West was kind of hamstrung by the need to be on both consoles. Um, and a lot of Microsoft first party shit is kind of hamstrung by the need to have it also run on Series S. Now you're going to hamstring the design wait, wait. of no. Call of Fucking Duty no. to have it run on Switch? No. Okay, go on. It's going to be streamable. Oh. It's going to be cloud based. Well, that's the only way it would And it will work. run like shit, but it'll be cloud based. But it'll be legally available on the Switch. Yes. And this is the back door to get the Xbox Live, or I'm sorry, Xbox Game Pass on the Switch. <laughs> I can't wait for that. No, I, I would not do Game Pass if it was just streaming. No way. I, I can't wait to see. You Nintendo can stream stuff that. now. I never do it. A lot of games you can actually just stream. You don't even need to download them. I've it looks never like done shit. It. It's yeah, almost always I, stuck at like 720p. Yeah. It it's bad. If it were... I get my new AT&T internet next week Wednesday, so maybe then. Get my fiber finally. Even okay. then, I would only trust it for like um, uh, turn-based games. That's it. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. It's, yeah. I, I it's, tried Destiny like that once. Uh, Ooh, gross. Mmm, that's gross. Go ahead. So no, it's it's it, it, yeah, yes, it will exist on on the Switch or whatever with parody. Technically. Yeah. Apparently, this was signed a while ago, but they just revealed it this week because they're about to meet with uh, the people at uh, Europe. Who say Sony we're keeps not like let you do this unless you divest Call of Duty from it. Well, but Sony keeps like the, the, the same people are asking Sony for stuff, and Sony's like, um, um, never mind. We don't want to tell you. Never mind. Never mind. So they're like being cagey about stuff too. This is just everybody's everybody's bad at this point. <laughs> so I say, let them fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horror movie production studio Bloomhouse, who did Megan, Get Out, The Conjuring, and Paranormal Activity movies, announced that they're getting into the games business this week. They said they'll partner with indie developers to bring their creative visions to life with budgets of around $10 million per game. Now, hmm. hold on. It's not a lot, it's but that ain't, chi- that ain't chicken feed. Yeah, no. like that, that's enough to... Like, you know, I think about the Layers Some... of Fear dev. I think about... Um, yeah. Some Blue fun team. experiments, hopefully. Yeah, some Blooper um... Team... Uh, frictional that's your amnesia guys yeah and uh and this could be cool and it's always nice to see a renaissance of indie horror people doing like original shit 
Red um, Barrels, more um, uh, um, Outlast stuff. Oh, God, there was another game I completely forgot to talk about. Mm. Okay, I have unlocked all the abilities for the Vestal in Darkest Dungeon 2. Oh, what do you think? Um, she is a powerhouse healer, but she has a unique mechanic where every turn she gains a point of... Um, um, oh God, what was it called? Penance? No, it's like... Uh, Guilt. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. it's, it's like devotion or, or certainty or something like that. And some Piety. of her abilities... No, it's not. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to look it up because it's pissing me off that you're getting it wrong. We're going to keep here, making like, stuff up, yeah. Darkest mm-hmm. Dungeon 2. Versimilitude. <laughs> conviction. On Wii. A conviction. conviction. I like that. And she she has two buffs that she can... That she doesn't put on an ally. She puts it on the location that that ally is occupying in her team. And every time that character's turn comes up, the, the consecration buff that she has placed will activate. And if it's consecration uh, fortitude, they'll get like either dodge or uh, a block token. Or and if it's uh, consecration of light, they'll get um, I think it's an attack token or a crit token. Then her final skill that she unlocks will allow her to heal someone standing on consecrated ground, no matter what their current health is, which is unique among pretty much any other mechanic in the game. I think there's one item that you can use that will heal someone's health, regardless of where their hit points are. But otherwise, um, any skill, any ability, you can only heal someone if they're less than like 33% HP. And that's once it's been buffed. You, usually someone has to get below 25% HP to use a healing ability. Um, so that is unique. She also has an AoE heal over time that she can do for the entire team. She has um, uh, she has a directed heal that once it's buffed, if they're below thirty three percent HP, she'll heal them for twenty five percent, plus ten percent if she has one point of conviction, uh, or two points of conviction, plus twenty five percent if she has three points of conviction. Hmm. So, um, the way she works. Oh, and and her conviction will also hugely buff a lot of her damage abilities. Like you remember, Hand of Light from the first game, Alex. I do. Where she she holds up her thing, or no, uh, Judgment, Judgment from the first one, where she holds up her staff and then the lightning strike. Light, right? and, yeah, then lightning strikes. No, it's called that. Mm-hmm. That's I'm talking about. Um, oh God, what the fuck is it? Hang it's on. the the back row attack. Judgment, Judgment. Okay, yeah, Judgment she, Bolt. She, yep. she holds up her staff, and you hear like boom, and like a lightning will strike uh, strike the enemy. It can hit hit anywhere. If um, if she has two points of conviction, it will deal plus one hundred percent damage. So she becomes like a fucking ranged powerhouse if you decide to use that on judgment. Um, but the thing is, you can't cast judgment and say that you don't want it to use up all your conviction. So if someone needs a heal, but you just use judgment, uh, their heal your next heal is going to be nerfed. So you really have to balance and think of when you're using her abilities to get the most out of her, but she is far and away the most potent healer in the game by like a wide fucking margin. That was a big missing piece in my party. <laughs> oh no, the the plague doctor is massive. Plague doctor is okay. Mm. Oh, he's huge. Uh, um, what, what the fuck was it called? It was uh, cultist isn't bad, but there's always that cult- double-edged sword. To no, the the uh, the occultist is terrible for heals. I hate that shit. Yeah. 
Oh, what if it makes you, you know, bleed out? I'm like, fuck this. Well, it's not just that. It's that he can heal anywhere from like 1 to 30. And this oh, person's yeah, on yeah, death's yeah. door and you heal for 2. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh, go fuck myself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's got a cooldown on it, so fuck that. It does? Oh. I'll see myself out. Fucking <laughs> useless. Um, so yeah, Vestal's, her big heal does have like a three turn cooldown on it, but you've also got your, uh, you've also got your AOE heal over time. If you want, you can do the consecrations and that extra heal, but that's like, that's like three ability slots if you want to use both consecrations and the consecration heal. So I just ignore the consecrations. I just have her AOE heal and the big heal. And, um, and no, she's, she's very, very potent. I didn't complete a run with her, but I also wasn't trying that hard. Anyway, back to headlines. Sorry about that. No, it's, it's uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 news. It's it's important. It is. It is to me. Uh, during today's Those earnings ones. call, Warner Brothers also revealed Mortal Kombat 12 is coming in 2023. See, that is not actually great news. It's because Street Fighter 6 is also, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I put that? Yeah, let's, let's jump straight to that. Capcom announced a whopping $1 million grand prize for an upcoming Street Fighter 6 tournament mm-hmm. out of a $2 million prize pool. The CEO of Capcom proper came out to make this announcement at Capcom Cup. So oh, they're putting their money where their mouth is. They're uh, they're definitely taking this seriously. And so cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the biggest prize pool for a fighting game tourney ever? Oh, ever, ever, yeah. ever. It's huge. Uh, Evo News. They have announced the lineup okay. for Evo this year. Uh, Street Fighter 6, no one's surprised. Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood, hmm. Dragon Ball Fighters, and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they, they knew that they, not that they, knew, they, they, they're appealing to a very specific base with that one, so... It's kind of funny. Weirdly enough, I watched a little bit of MVC the other day. It was like for some reason YouTube just suggested this guy playing Wesker, and I was like, okay, let's see what Wesker's like. Marvel vs. Capcom three is always fun to watch. Always, I, so. I'd rather watch Melty Blood. <laughs> Melty uh, Blood to me is fun to watch. Melty Blood is fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Sony had a little state of play thing today with a bunch of VR stuff. Um, I didn't watch it. Did you, anyone else? No, mm-hmm. but I caught some of the trailers afterwards. I too caught some of the trailers. Uh, none of them looked very good at all. No. Specifically, um, have you guys watched that Suicide Squad gameplay? Oh yes, yes, yes. Suicide Squad gameplay. <laughs> that it actually it looks worse than Gotham Knights. A hundred percent, it does. The fuck happened? Um, I don't know. Well, Jason Schreier pointed out that seven years ago, or like in 2013, okay. when they were making this, <laughs> no, this type of game no. was big. Like these were these were actually finding a lot of success, and so Rocksteady started working on it, and it's coming out now, and we're all pretty sick of that shit. And I didn't even like it when it came out. I didn't like it in, in 2013. What was with them never touching the ground? Like it's like jump, jump, air yeah. dash, swing, jump, and then, jump. And then like King Shark's whole thing is that he shoots guns at you. Harley's whole thing is that she's shooting guns shoots at guns. you. Uh, uh, Deadshot's whole thing, well, obviously, he's going to shoot guns at you. And then the boomerang guy, guess what he does? Shoots guns at you. And everything in the game, if it's a tank, if it's a helicopter, if it's a giant gun emplacement, guess what it's got on it? 
big glowing weak spots. Hey, it's like Lost Planet again. All right. Yes, and 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 the and the, the trailer is doing they all kinds bad. of like big badass music oh, as this person yeah. shoots at the weak spot. Nothing happens. They reload, shoot at the weak spot. Nothing happens. They pull out a different weapon, shoot at the weak spot, and the weak weak spot dies. And to to like a smash of the music, and it's like who the fuck? No, it looked. It was. Oh, uh, oh wow and but then there was a cutscene and that cutscene was pretty good <laughs> yes that is true the cutscene was good but i would don't wouldn't want to play through that fucking game to this get is, to it's, it. it's retroactively making gotham knights look better 100 yeah, percent, i agree i agree it makes me think fondly of that game <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least they knew what they were yeah instead it's of like, just destiny yeah. again i guess yeah rocksteady was like you know what we do really well melee combat let's do something else mm. wow I am amazed. This feels like it has like uh, upper, you know, like a, a boardroom told them to do this. Yeah. Written all over yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that cute Chia game is coming out March 21st. That's nice mm. to hear. Okay. Yeah. That, that looks kind of cute. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to consoles. I look forward to playing that game on easy. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I will play it. I'll, I'll check out reviews because like it is a Western studio, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's Larian. Yeah. So. And they're like Scandinavian, I think. Oh, Eurojank. No, 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 no. Divinity, no. the original Sin 2 was fucking amazing. Okay. A new trailer shows Resident Evil 4's remake. Still looks good. Still it looks will receive free good. DLC to make it compatible with PSVR 2. Luis doesn't die when he been... dies. Yeah. Damn. PSVR Luis, 2 reactions yeah. have actually been pretty positive. I know. <laughs> It's pissing me off today. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's like chance, chance. Five fifty American, I like six fifty Canadian. I Don't know. do it. Don't but do it. Did you see that one of the person just like the kayak game? Yeah, no, that looks really so good. Game. I couldn't believe that shit. Yeah, uh, Laura Kate Dale's been all over it. She she yeah. was real positive about it, but she got hers for free. I so yeah. I mean, it's easy to be positive about something when you didn't pay for it. The eye tracking stuff she was talking about are really interesting. Uh, yeah, that... yeah. There was a horror. There was some sort of game where you're going through the afterlife, and every time you blink, it changes the scene. Well, she was using. She said that the res update allows you to aim with your eyes. Yes. Which is crazy to me, but again, five fifty. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I barely use my PSVR. I'm not going to spend five fifty on something I'm barely going to use. I think it's the only kind of splurgy thing I've done for myself in like the last two years is buy a heavy winter coat, yeah. which is okay. incredibly responsible of me. Well, Lord knows you deserve to splurge on yourself every once in a while. I know, but... So, no one would think less of you if you did it, and, but I'm telling you, don't do it. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, I know for a fact if I did and I used it for Overwatch, my aim would improve. Because my aim has suffered since I stopped using the VR. Since I switched to PS5, basically. Yeah, do you do the VR Overwatch every now and again? or no? Well, it wasn't Overwatch in VR. It was playing Overwatch on what it, what amounted to a colossal screen. Uh-huh. Was that really high refresh yeah, rate? Yeah, and, and uh, just yeah. floating in space. With, yeah. a, with yeah. a super high refresh rate. Um, and with that, I was able to just nail headshots constantly. I was really, really dangerous. And if I could be that dangerous in Overwatch 2, I, I don't know. I probably That's probably a shitty idea. I don't want to care that much. But I do. Anyway. 
Star Fox came out 30 years ago this week. <laughs> in, in Japan, but still, we are old. Yeah. After 23 years, Jake Solomon is leaving for Axis, Alex. That's... That was hard to hear. Well, I mean, 23 years in one job. Yeah, I know. I know. I was hoping he could, like... He's been holding Firaxis down for like 10 years, yeah. if not more. And the past 10 years have been the biggest for the studio, ever since uh, his, his reboot of XCOM, basically. Yeah, that I don't know if that, like, quote-unquote, saved the studio, but it, it sure helped. It put him on the map. I had no idea who his mm. studio... Like, what did they do prior to that? Civilization! Oh! They do Civ? Yeah! Look, it was a different studio, okay. No, it's it's, it's Firaxis, it's Sid Meier's company. He's still He's still there. Uh, yeah. Sid Meier is still at Firaxis? Yeah, Where he is... announced Civilization Seven is in production. Oh. Uh, Jason Schreier revealed today that this year's Call of Duty is more modern warfare, led by Sledgehammer, with Infinity Ward supervising. It was originally oh, a premium expansion, but they decided to make it a full <laughs> game. The current, yeah, we're just the, the <laughs> changing current, the title. The current plan is to continue the rich narrative of Modern Warfare 2 story and carry over your content. So I, I played the story, the campaign of Modern Warfare 2 less than a month ago. Mm-hmm. I've already forgotten all of it. I don't remember a damn thing that happened. You know what the problem with that is? No Viola Davis. <laughs> you throw... You know, you, you know, I... Davis. Wait, wait is Viola I'm, Davis in Kill the Justice League? No. Is she doing Waller's no, voice? No, isn't Waller Deborah? De- oh. Deborah from Mad TV. Deborah, God, what's her name? Deborah Wilson, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe. Hang on, hang on. Who is Waller in Suicide Squad? Kill the Justice League. Who plays I thought it was. Wait, who who did it in the movies? Wasn't that Viola Davis? It was Viola Davis. It in was. The movies. Yes. And five seconds on the Zoom call on Peacemaker. That's all they could afford. Yeah. Okay. Suicide she was a good Squad. baller. Deborah Wilson is Amanda Waller. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Hey, anyway, no complaints. I knew it. Yeah, Deborah Wilson was such a fucking standout in uh, Wolfenstein Two. Wolfenstein 2, and she was pretty good in that, uh, that, that, that uh, Star Wars game. Yes. Yeah, it's always nice to see her show up. Anyway. Uh, ta-da. Shinji Mikami of Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil, or the original Resident Evil, God Hand, and Vanquish is leaving Tango Gameworks after 12 years. No word on what he'll do next. Maybe nothing. He might just be retiring. He's not a young guy. But he looks but young. He does. I have played... Evil Within so many times to try to love it. I played eh. Resident Evil 4 so many times. And I didn't have to try because it's fucking amazing. Uh, Resident Evil 4 I just played from beginning to end for almost an entire summer. God Hand was fucking brilliant and laid the groundwork for uh, God of War 2016. He just he knows his shit. Yeah. The guy is a fucking design genius. Uh, listener... Like, if you ever play yeah, a third-person yeah. shooter, you have Shinji Mikami to thank for it because he perfected the formula for how it should feel with Resident Evil Four. Yeah, over like he, when games take like five or six years to make, the odds of them actually changing anything, or or actually even being good, are so low. And he just nailed over-the-shoulder combat to the point where it has not changed. Not much, no. It's they're doing it in God of War now. That's how good it is. Uh, Elden Ring has now sold 20 million copies. To put that in perspective, Dark Souls 1, Woo-hoo! 2, and 3 combined have sold 27 million. Which means everyone that ever bought a Dark Souls game got it, and, and they convinced 7 million of their friends. Yeah, and going through 
like lately I'm going through the back catalog and I'm going back to Zelda and everything and just seeing that news is like is it time oh for a Dark Souls 3 run I'm getting close oh no for a for another Elden Ring run I don't know. I've played but, it too many times. Yeah, they nerf, and they nerfed <laughs> Bloodhound Step, and I'd go for Bloodhound Step and go, oh, right. It sucks now. <laughs> it's mortal. <laughs> and they, they also nerfed Sword of Night, Night and Flame. That, that, that sucks now, too. Mm, and, um, and that horrible Blood Sword. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not loving it anymore. It used to be good. Well, no, yeah, but they, they nerfed it into the fucking ground, and I'm happy about that because... Uh, that, that, that second knight is kicking my ass again. I thought I had him under control. Rivers of Blood was the just... Storm, the guy who drops the key to the, the secret snow place. I don't the, remember. The guy that has those two soldiers following him. He's got those like lightning oh, wind oh, attacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could never beat him when I... fucking I... hate him so much. When I made uh, Stormbell Angel, my goal was to try to kill him without being level 40, and I just couldn't do it. You can't. He's just the no, you're one supposed to be like you. level 100 when you fight that guy. Yeah, I think I'm like 94. I thought I was close. Anyway, GG. Couldn't have happened to a nicer game. 100%. I wonder what they're doing This next. will change nothing. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. What they're doing next is a fucking mech game. I would really, yeah. I'm really, really worried there's not going to be any DLC. That's going to break my heart. There's no way. They sold so much. They just, just please, something, anything. I know it's good. It's taking you a whole year. Come on, guys. Leave what do you got? What do you got? Just, just do malpractice. <laughs> the uh, one you missed here that I saw, it's kind of a, a niche bit of news. The, the person... Who created the sound oh, yeah. of the original PlayStation logo yeah, died. I saw that. His name was Toru Okada. Nobody knew who he was, but everybody knew what he did. Yeah. It's a great sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Iconic. I can I can play it. You can so hear it in your head. It's it's the THX sound, but pleasant. Because yeah. <laughs> it's got the ling at the end. Yeah. There's the sound of there's the sound of six a.m. on Saturday morning. Like the like this like the story of that woman who got paid like fifty bucks to make the Nike logo. Oh, oh. God. oh and the smiley face guy got fucked too. Yeah, it God. happens sometimes. Mm. The same thing happened with the voice of uh, not not Cortana the character, but Cortana when Microsoft did Cortana AI thing. Oh yeah, the woman yeah. who did the voice for that didn't know what she was doing the voice for. They just gave her a whole bunch of words to read. To train uh, it. And then, oops, you're Cortana. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's that is Which isn't even being used anymore, but, you know. Now that you can just feed AI voices, it'll create incredibly, eerily accurate vocal performances of things. The the the, the Trump-Biden... Trump I, Biden, do, uh, I do Overwatch. enjoy those. I do enjoy those. The, 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 the Trump-Biden um, Overwatch team... Was pretty fucking good. There was another one with Trump and Biden and Obama playing Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, there's another one going around where Dagoth Ur from Morrowind just gives us reactions to things. That's very funny. <sighs> it will be used to rewrite history, but not today's. Now it's fun. It's Well, it's also taking people's jobs already. Yeah. Because, like, the Dagoth Ur one, you can't tell it's not a person. Yeah. It sounds like a person reading the lines, so... So well, I mean, the inflections are really yeah. light. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say that. They, they, they that. can't sound angry. They can't raise their voice. 
That's true, because yelling changes so much. So <laughs> Yeah, but it is really good. Scary good. Bad. <laughs> Scary yeah. bad. Yeah, between that and deepfakes now, you can just... Again, these are history of your writing tools. I'm not crazy about them. Agreed. So I saw... Are you guys familiar with... Um, I can't remember his name. Who he is isn't important. He's talking about how he had to go to a... Um, he was dealing with um, chat GPT. Mm-hmm. And he gave it some very simple instructions to write some code. Edit wrote the code. Oh, yeah. He told he was ta- Yeah. Talking about how, depending where we are on the curve... Of, of the, the singularity curve? Increase. Yeah, we're really not close the, to the, the end Not the singularity now. curve, the, the curve of how quickly technology advances. Like how quickly yeah. the internet took over. It's like a little bit, a little bit, then straight up. And then, it, then, you know, it's everywhere. Plateaus. Yeah. So if we're like in the middle or near the top of the AI thing, okay. But if we're at the bottom and chat GPT is going to improve as quickly and become as prevalent as the internet did, as quickly as that did, it's oh, terrifying. Boy. That's where Skynet comes from. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. People don't watch movies. Come on. Capitalism has too much power for this to be used for good. Or, or it's the um, the MCP from Tron is going to be a real thing now. What's the MCP? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Master Control Program. The oh. the, the big, like, I'm, ta- I, I, I'm talking about the original Tron, like the big cylindrical thing. It's the MCP. Jesus. I can't believe you remember that. I like well, as someone yeah, that... I saw it when I was like eight. Like, I don't remember that shit. My job is literally chatting to people online, and if oh, you, you don't be replaced say replaced in five years. I don't know about that. Maybe ten. I don't know about that. Like you, it, uh, you, you got to be watching what that thing is saying because I, I, I zone out every once in a while. I end up just like saying the same things over and over. Man, people go from zero to sixty when they're really upset. Computer's not going to be able to handle that. Yeah, but you're assuming that the company cares. And that is true. What they care about is whether or not leaving it in the hands of an AI will have a measurable negative impact on, um, on, bottom line. on the bottom line. And if it turns out it doesn't, shrug. I don't know. This is the only job. I looked for a new job for about seven months, and I was lucky if I found something that was offering like 16 17 an hour. This was 20 Oh, so you're saying there's a demand. There is a huge demand from this company specifically for what I'm doing. Ooh. So I, I don't know. If this was like fifteen, twelve, I'd be getting a little nervous. But they seem to really want it, and we're willing to pay for it. Well, fingers crossed for you. Hey, uh, hey, I like this. I need the money. This probably means there's a lot of burnout in your position too. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. yeah if you basically just stick around three years, you will get promoted. <laughs> See, that's why it's kind of nice now in my job. I, I actually don't interact with anybody anymore. I interact with consoles with the icky sticky on them, and you know. Oh my god, like I can't that. wait! I can't wait for work from home. Just having my own like loose leaf tea station right next to my desk. Oh Ooh, my god, nice. That, oh. as- that aspect is nice. I'm. I'll be. I'll have a comfortable cell. <laughs> and I got to play with a virtual boy today. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> that's a classic. <laughs> yep, works nice. Clean it up. We sell it. It's gonna be nice. So, all right. Another Nintendo gimmick. Yeah, God. 
Have you ever actually put your face into a Virtual Boy? Oh, yeah. I played it. Uh, my younger terrible. brother had one, and he ended up giving it to me. So I probably yeah, put about... Awful. I probably put about 20 hours all combined into it. Yeah. This is the Power Glove thingy? No. No, no. The Virtual Boy was like... That red line stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Jurassic Park game, quote unquote. Yeah, no, it's... It's terrible. Well, it is compared (laughs) to anything else nowadays, but at the time, it was was as good as that could possibly be, which was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. But it was still unique and unusual. It put I a think, lot of effort in that smoke. Well, mirror. I think the entire library is like twenty-five games. That sounds about right. All of which are worthless except for one game that's basically a Shin Megami Tensei game, <laughs> and what? that's super expensive. Huh. Yeah, it, it's it's. Wait, the Shin Megami Tensei made a game for that, no, or Atlas like made a game for that? Atlas made a game for it. Oh, okay. and it's it's got Holy um crap. Well, the, the little ice. They're old guy. enough. I can't remember his name. Um. Uh, um, uh, Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a Jack that's Frost. It's their mascot. Thing. Yep. Oh. Yeah, that's like one of the only games that's actually valuable. So, anyway, it's on right. my desk right now. <laughs> all right, I think that's about it. That's all I got. I think. That's all I got too. Gonna enjoy this weather before you know it drops. It's gonna drop thirty degrees tomorrow. It's gonna be fifty. Eighty today, <laughs> yeah. fifty tomorrow. I feel bad for the frogs. They're already out making noise too. They were chirping. They were chirping last night. They may not make it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll grow more. <laughs> and that I case, don't know about that. That's true. We don't know for sure what'll happen. Uh, anyway, Alex, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. It's what I do. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. <laughs>